You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it. With tales from all over the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Well, hey, Andrea, here we are, another week, another episode of the Just Go Bike podcast. Morphology, it's a joy to talk to you, and we are face-to-face this time. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, listeners, vision this. We are live in person, recording live, in Parrot Talk Studios. Yes, that's right. And (laughs) if you want to imagine what Parrot Talk Studios is like, think about, like, a tropical cabana paradise, like, pimp my ride, but for a podcast studio. Right. Yeah. Or let's be honest, it's actually a conference room with a tiny parrot on the wall. Well, Murph, don't break the illusion. Oh, sorry. I can I can edit that out if I need to, I guess. No, no, that's all right. It's all right. Tell the people what it is. Yeah. That's fine. But it is really nice to be here face to face and actually see you and, you know, know that you're okay. Here we are in 2022 and we're still kicking it. That's right. We're healthy. We're happy. We're here. Yes. Yep. And another important reason that we are here is we are going to introduce somebody who, if they're not famous at this very moment, they're going to be shortly. Do you agree? Oh, totally. All right. So do you want to tell the listeners who is here? Well, RAGBRAI's had some big changes on our staffing lineup, as you may already know. Uh, So I'm excited to introduce our new Director of Operations, Mr. Matt Fippen. (gasps) Hello. Matt Fippen. And actually, I should have said Dr. Fippen. Dr. Fippen. Yes. Yes. He... Wait, do you have a doctorate? I have a PhD. I, I can't remember what it is, <laughs> but I, have, I, I do. It's a reg bright PhD that we got on, you know, on the route one year. Yeah. yeah. It's somewhere. Okaboji University. Yeah, Okaboji University. So yeah. I have, is it a PhD or a master's? I can't remember. I thought it was a PhD. He's a PhD. It's a PhD. But yeah. I have one as well, but mine, oh yeah, it's a doctorate in morphology. Morphology. Yeah. And I believe that's the birth of my nickname and the name of my podcast. Yeah. So we had to thank uh, Dr. Ketchum for yes. that. Yep. My doctorate's in penguinology, and you know, that just never took <laughs> off. <laughs> no, it didn't. Not as a career for me. <laughs> oh, that's all right. That's too bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'd have a moment of silence, but we're on a podcast. Let's yeah. keep moving. It's all right? good. I yeah. have moved on. Yeah. Well, Matt, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. And I know the listeners are going to want to know what you're going to do to make RAGBRAI the best year ever. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Uh, you know, obviously, I took the role on Monday and it's been a whirlwind. It's now Thursday. It's now yes. th- yeah, it's now Thursday. So like four days into the role and out of the gate, we've attacked so much. And, you know, the team that we have around, you know, this, this thing is, is amazing. And Mm -hmm. I can't say that enough. And I'm truly blessed to work with some of these people because we're all in love with RAGBRAI and growing it and making it it better. And, uh, no, I, it's, it's crazy. Somebody asked me, could you ever be the director? And I, I never thought, I never even thought about it because I was, I was at Shields for the longest time. And now that I am, I'm like, I want to do this. I want to do that. And and I want to get involved with this, this group and that group. Um, there's just, there's a lot to do and a lot of moving parts. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but right now I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm a learner right now. I'm learning everything. Yeah. And uh, something really cool that listeners may not know about you, but you are an Iowan. I am. So give us maybe a little snapshot of how about where you live and what cycling is like there. And maybe, I don't know, just tell us a little bit about you. Sure. So I have um, a, a house in Vinton, Iowa. Well, we built our forever home right behind the high school. Mm. Um, my wife's a teacher. I have three girls. Uh Moving into Vinton, I found early on that it wasn't a bike-friendly community. You know, I was wearing the spandex kit around and getting weird looks and getting run off the road, and it just wasn't wasn't good. Uh, I decided, working with Danielle, like, if we're going to stay here, I need to find a way to get involved with the community and, and do mm-hmm. things. And, you know, the funny story, my dad, who was in law enforcement, he was the detective at Benton County for the time. People thought... Danielle was married to my dad oh, because I just wasn't, I wasn't around. <laughs> they connected the Fippin name with the detective and then they saw Danielle like, oh yeah, your husband's a detective. And she's like, no, my husband actually works for Shields. Yeah. So that was kind of weird. But um, there was always opportunities to build trail and bring cycling to Vinton. And throughout the years, you know, I, I would attend meetings and I would sit closer to the door because nothing just ever took off. Mm. People had a lot of big ideas and were excited and got me excited, but no one wanted to put a shovel in the ground and, and make things happen. And Parks and Rec kind of reached out to me and said, hey, I know you're involved in cycling. We're building trail. We want you involved. And we created a team called Vorst, Vinton Off-Road Cyclists, and it started building rideable mountain bike trail in, in our backyard down by the river. And on a side note, there is an episode that you and I talked yes. about. The V-O-R-C. It's called Vorce? Vorce. Yeah, we talked about that. We'll have to look up. It was years we'll, ago. We'll throw it in the yeah. show notes. Oh, um, think back then. It was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so um, tell the listener, like, what's, is the pop, the population of Vinton, is that considered a small town, a big town? I would, I would call it a small town. Okay. Obviously, we're close to Cedar Rapids, but yeah. yeah, I would call it a small town. And, you know, to be fair, it wasn't thriving. It was just mm-hmm. kind of being stagnant a little bit. And I love small town. You know, I grew up in Owine. That's where I went to school. Oh, okay. And that's where my, my dad was, my mom were originally from. So I'm good with small town. I love small town. Mm-hmm. My wife came from Bettendorf. Oh, so yeah. moving to Vinton and staying in Vinton, it was a shock to her system because we didn't have a high V. We had, I mean, we had a fairway, but some of the things that she naturally could just go do, sure. she had to drive to Cedar Rapids now. Sure. So yeah, so Vinton is small town for sure. And you mentioned uh, you worked for Shields for a long time. And so Shields is like a massive uh, athletic. Yeah, sporting goods retailer. Sporting goods. Guns, cl- high-end, cl- you know, I was, well, yeah, fashion clothing, yeah. shoes. Bikes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, the whole thing. But the interesting thing about you working at Shields is that it was not in Vinton. No, I drove. So originally, I, you know, when I graduated high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I moved to Cedar Falls. My dad was in law enforcement. So I thought, you know what, I'll just be in law enforcement. Mm. And clearly look at me like I'm not a cop. Like I'm just not, I don't fit that build. <laughs> um, but I, that's where I started. Uh, worked at Shields doing jobs nobody wanted to do. Met Danielle, who was a customer service cashier. Oh. I didn't and, know this story. Oh, yeah. Uh, found out that she was going to the University of Northern Iowa to become a teacher. Mm. So I thought, hey, I'll be closer to her every day. I liked kids. I'll do teaching too. So I changed majors from you know police science to elementary education. Meanwhile, still working at Shields. Uh, started to get some pretty cool opportunities mm-hmm. and f- started to fall in love with the business side of things and ordering and you know, you know know the merchandise and all that stuff. And I called my mom and dad one day and I said, I think I'm going to stop going to school. And they said, okay, why? And I said, well, I think I'm going to stay with Shields and do this full time because I had a guy, I had an old guy tell me he sees good things in me. He wants me to stick around. <laughs> and 
my mom, I, I remember she said, Matthew, you're young enough. You can always go back to school. Do it. And I did it. I stopped going to school, um, got hooked up with Shields, became uh, the bike manager and, you know, did all that. Got to a point where uh, the store leader and I just didn't see eye to eye. And I was like, I need to be done. I screwed up. I should go back to school. And the phone rang and it was David Revere, who was the store manager in Iowa City. Oh. And he said, I can't recruit you. We are not having this conversation, but the bike shop is open in Iowa City. It's yours if you want it. And I said, I'll take it. I mean, I, I was literally getting to, ready to walk into my boss's office and quit and go back to school, and a phone call changed my path. Wow. So we moved to Vinton, Iowa. We got a house there. Um, I made the drive from Vinton to Iowa City for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, an hour drive for years. So you're you're okay with traveling to the different communities throughout Iowa? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like, <laughs> I've been doing, I've been on the road for years. Yeah. I'm I'm going to be good to go. Yeah, <laughs> I, driving isn't a big deal at all. Like somebody made a comment, like we're you know out of Des Moines now, so like if you have to make that drive, it's really just an hour drive more one way. Like it's not that's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I want to step back to Vinton one more time and promote something that is amazing about that community the glow trail yes yeah. can you tell the listeners briefly it's about the coolest thing it, it really is uh until you see it you just don't understand it and i it's it's in my backyard so literally i drive by it to go to my house and for the longest time until it was actually done i would drive by it at night because i'd get into town at 10 30 at night and go man that trail is really a bust like it's not <laughs> you just, it, it's not glowing like i thought it was like all this all this hype and then we did a you know an announcement at night, and we walked it. And once you get out on it, and like the street lights go away, and your car lights go away, it glows. Wow, it literally it, glows. It's, it, it literally glows, and it, they basically they're these little glow chunks that were placed in the top of the the cement or the concrete, and the, the sun charges it all day, mm-hmm. and then it glows as long as it needs to glow. But it looks like fireflies are like floating above the concrete oh, for as wow. long as you can see. That's so, awesome. yeah, pretty cool. It's the longest glow trail, I think, in the world, I think, is what the Guinness Book of the is Here in doing. Iowa. It's in Iowa. It's, yeah, it's That's in the backyard awesome. and, the, you know, the Parks and Rec team. And um, it's it's named after a guy that, you know, I got to know over the years that lived in Vinton that, you know, passed away a couple of years ago. But, yeah, it's it's the coolest thing. Uh, 3.2 miles, so it's a perfect 5K. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, I got to work with the city a little bit. And, obviously, they, they were the ones driving it, but I'm – I'm blessed to say that I was a little bit of a part of it. That is so awesome. And you mentioned that you have a wife and three daughters. Yes. And I have a funny story that I'm going to tell you, which it it was life-changing for me. Okay, you ready? Okay. So we were on what's called the Ragbri pre-ride one year, and we everyone had cleaned up, and we were gathering, getting ready to go have dinner. So we were just sitting around small talking and, you know, asking, Everyone's talking about their day and blah, 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 blah. Well, I had realized that I had forgotten my uh, hairbrush. And so I was crabbing about it like, oh, man. And if anybody's ever seen me, you know that I have a lot of hair and it's curly and (laughs) frizzy and crazy. And so I was complaining to everyone who was listening like, I can't believe, you know, I forgot a brush and you can't get through this hair if blah, 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 blah. And you were like, hold my beer. And you grab your phone and you get on Amazon. This is normally when something bad happens after I say, hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) And you grab your phone, you get on Amazon, and you find what's called a wet brush. Yes. And you send me the link and you're like, this is going to change your life. And I'm like, why is Matt Fippen, who has 
hair that's, you know, a quarter of an inch long telling me how to, you know, brush my hair. And you were right. And you're like, <laughs> hey, I've got three daughters. I know. I know yeah. hair. Yeah. And thank you, because I still use my wet brush. And look at how beautiful it, my hair it is looks today. Amazing. It's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Tons of bounce to it. Perfectly brushed. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for that moment. And that was thank years you, ago. Thank you for having three daughters. Oh, and yeah. I didn't. I should have gone on to ask if you braid hair, because I would love to have my hair braided. But I feel like that was so, stepping over our boundaries of friendship. Danielle. Um, was from Bettendorf and she played soccer down there and her girl soccer team was the first like soccer team to win a state championship. So she braided every, all the girls hair. Oh. She's ridiculous. It's, oh. it's good. Now me on the other hand, it's train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't do it. You know, I, I tried doing it. And I can get it to look you, where you can see the braid, yeah. but it's not tight. It falls out. <laughs> all right. um, yeah. The girls are not running to me to get their hair braided. All right. Yeah. Danielle's well, I'm going to text Danielle. Yeah. 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 Yep. So hopefully Danielle can come along for yes. future. No, I'm kidding. Danielle, if you come along, it's purely for fun. We, we, <laughs> we'll welcome you. You don't have to braid my hair. That's so. awesome. Um, Okay, so let's circle it back to cycling a little bit. Sure. Um, we talked about the Vorse Trail. We talked about the Glow Trail. Yep. There's all different types of cycling. What is your favorite type of cycling? Indoor, gravel, road, off-road? Well, you If know, you had to pick. There was a funny comment that I was reading on the socials after I got announced and, you know, some guy was, you know, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was, you know, checking out all my social media and he got on Strava and the comment was this guy just must just ride indoors all the time. <laughs> and you know, to, to be fair, he, he's not wrong. Um, with my schedule, it was, it's, it was tough to get outside and there was a lot of changes going on where, you know, I put me in bad spots to, I, I couldn't go ride. Plus I'm a daddy daycare with, you know, a school bus basically driving three girls to activity. So it's, it's sure. hard for me to get on a, a bike and go where the mornings were easy because they're still sleeping. I could hop on a bike and ride indoors and be around. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. my girls are my priority. And do I miss getting out and running outdoors? Yeah, I do. I do miss that. But my life is, you know, is, is consistent of girls right now. Uh, to answer that guy's question, though, I want to be outside. I love being outside. Mm -hmm. But Swift and that platform has allowed me to keep fit and cycle and indoor. And, you know, um, it's 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 been fun. But if I'm going to be outside, it's going to be on a road bike or, you know, my favorite bike right now is my cross bike and we're on a gravel road somewhere and we're riding gravel and, and doing that. And, um, you know, I have, over, you know, being a bike manager, I've had nine to 10 bikes and then you get married and then you have to explain to your wife, like what every bike means and what you need it for. <laughs> and she just can't see why that's up, you know, why we need this. So my, my bikes have ended up, you know, downscaling, but I have a mountain bike, which I love for the trail. Um, I have a road bike that, you know, when we're going to go out and hammer and, and do that, it's there, but man, I'm not nine times out of 10, I'm grabbing my gravel bike and we're going for a gravel yeah. ride. And I will say year after year on the pre-ride, you're one of the ones who will always test the gravel loop or always test oh, I the, love the gravel loops. Century yep. loop. So he's always, he walks the walk and talks the talk. Yeah. Super strong rider. And I learned that firsthand when you will say to me, I'm going to ride with you today. And right away I start sweating like, Oh, <laughs> I can't keep up with you. And you're like, no, 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 I'll, I'll ride. I'll ride whatever pace you ride. That's what I'll do. And you will for a couple of miles, but then you kind of get the itch where you're like, I got to. Well, gotta. it's like, the, you know, and I, uh, to be fair, like there is an itch for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do love riding next to you and our banter and our conversations because yeah. it is fun. Yeah. But then you have like a Scott Olson that goes zipping by and it's like, there you go. Yeah, you're like, I got to go. Yeah, yeah. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I always come back though. That's yes, you do. I always come yes, back. Yes. And we can meet 
at the town. Yeah, we'll meet at the town. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, should we talk about Ragbri? Sure. I mean, and first of all, I should say I should have said this right at the start, but it's been a joy to have you on the team, Aww. and it's been Thank so you. much fun. Uh, introducing you to the people that I've been working with for so long that I've been telling you about, you know, over and over, but now you get to meet them face to face. Oh, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, so it's it's been really fun to have that. Um, okay, so I would say that probably everyone knows what Ragbri is on the podcast. I don't know if I need to go into a description of that, but if you don't know, Google it, R-A-G-B-R-A-I. <laughs> so look it up. Um, but what do you, to you, beyond a strict definition, what does Ragbri mean to you, Fippin? Well, it it's impactful. It's a legacy. It's, you know, obviously it's bicycling. It's our state of Iowa. Um, you know, I, when I tell people it's the, it's the best ride in the entire world. And they look at me like I screwed up. I said, no, it's, I said world. I didn't say state or town. I said world. And it's easy for me to say that because I've been on it. I've done it. I've been involved with it. But for someone that hasn't done it or been involved with it, they just, they, they second guess that. And then the challenge is, well, you just go out and you, you need to see it. Um, so when I say it is the the best ride in the world, it, tr- it truly is. Um, I will talk a lot about family. And there is a Ragbri family, a family that runs the day-to-day operation, and then a Ragbri family of cycles that, that come every year. Um, you know, like I said, a legacy project, it, you know, when, how it started off to where it's at today, like, it's magical. I mean, it's it's showcasing Iowa. It's taking every small town and every major city and, you know, turning it into a ride. But it's showcasing that small town or, the, or that city. It's telling a story because every, I, I've said this all week, every story in Iowa or every city in Iowa has a, has a story. And Ragbri is that channel to help to help tell it. Um, you know, and it's, it's the Iowa nice, you know, it's, it's, you know, seeing smiles on everybody's face when, when they walk through the community and, you know, it's seeing the, the small kids that this is their year one riding with dad on Ragbri to the 90 plus year old man that has ridden it year after year after year and will ride it for as long as he, uh, as he or she can. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, it's a bicycle ride that, you know, a family makes happen. Yeah. And it's crazy because you can say that and it sounds over the top, but it's actually true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's literally true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you listen to the episode from last week with Anna Abrams, she actually was talking about how she did her first Ragbri in 2021 and how funny it is when you tell people like, oh, I rode my bike across Iowa. Well, first thing people are like, why? And then if you <laughs> get so down, flat. Yeah, you you get do down to the nitty gritty, you know, you ride your bike for 50, 60, 70, even 100 miles in a day. You sleep in a hot, crampy tent and you get up and do it again and again and again for seven days. And you go home and you cannot wait to come back the next year. But yeah. it's. It's exactly what you mentioned. It's about the family and about seeing people that you only see once a year. And like, I don't, I wouldn't say it's suffering because there is a point in the week where I'm like, oh my gosh, I just wish I could lay in a real bed or take a shower in more than three minutes. But somehow I forget all that and want to do it again. Yeah, I agree. Um, Okay, so let's get a little bit... um, I don't know if existential is the right word, Ooh. but um, what? How would you describe what it's like to be an Iowan? Ooh. Oh, that's a tough question. Um, it's a feeling. It really is. 
Uh, I've had the privilege of traveling to other states and, you know, working with those communities in those states, and it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was, I've been here in Des Moines for four days and I've been out, you know, a little bit on my own. You guys let me, give me a little bit of a leash to go out and explore. <laughs> um, everybody is so nice and they don't know who I am. And, you know, the crazy thing was, um, it got announced on Monday as I'm driving down here and my phone just starts to blow up Oh wow! and text messages and, you know, obviously the phone's ringing and emails and, you know, messenger and it was messages from people that had ridden Ragbri, living in Florida now, 24 years, super jack, can't wait to come back and meet me. And that is Iowa. I mean, yeah. it's it's that person reaching out and saying, hey, I can't wait to meet you. It's, um, you know, the, the, the coin term Iowa nice, it's showing up for your fellow neighbor mm-hmm. and, and taking care of them. Um, you know, it's just doing the right thing all of the time, you know, and not because somebody's watching you do the right thing. It's because I just normally what we, what we do. Uh, yeah, I, I've had opportunities to leave Iowa and, you know, move to other States and I, I'm not leaving, you know, I, we built our forever home. Uh, I'm going to stay in Vinton, Iowa for as long as I can. Cause I love the community and I love my, our new house. It's beautiful. Um, but yeah, you'll, you'll never pull me out of Iowa. Never. Why do you think Ragbri has lasted? This is going to be the 49th year, right? Oh yeah. Why do you think it's lasted this long? Based on how it started and like what it was truly about and how it evolved, um, I think is the biggest thing. Obviously that's my number one job now, continuing that legacy, Yeah, you know, and taking those guys that created this ride and growing it for years to come. And at the, at the end of the day, never letting anybody forget who those guys are, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, because at the end of the day, if I don't do that, like, and, and their legacy dies, like I failed. Right. So it's continued to grow that, but you know, with the register and let's do a, you know, a, a column and let's get out on the road and do like, it's, it's freaking genius. It's so cool. Yeah. You know, you're out on a bike writing about it, you know, creating you know, a story or telling someone's story and then more people come to it and then more people come to it and it starts to grow and then it turns into what it is today. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll use the word magical. It's like it's this, this magical thing that is not going away. Um, it will be here years to come, but it needs leadership. It needs people that, and a family to, you know, keep rolling it in the right direction and growing it into other, other categories and making it bigger. And, you know, I guess my, my goal, and you and I have talked about this, it's a ride that people look to replicate. Mm-hmm. And we have the secret sauce and they, they want to know how reg is so successful. Well, here's the, here's the, the playbook, you know, and I would love to see a reg in every state. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the, the long term. And, you know, when a state produces one, it's, well, we, we found reg and we're trying to make it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that secret sauce of the family is such a important element, um, not to jump in on the philosophy, philosophy, yeah. philosophy. That's right. <laughs> uh, anyway, but like, I just, it riders can tell if you don't have you don't re- make the ride with love oh. so mm-hmm. um you know that's that's the key if you can replicate that then you're on your way okay so like i mentioned we're coming up on the 49th year of this tradition known as ragbri so now let's get into the nitty-gritty like what can riders expect this year they're going to expect to get to know me Ooh. Like, i'm going to be my like I'm going to make myself available to anybody that wants to, to talk. Um, obviously, yes, we have to produce a ride and we have to, there's some things that we're going to have to take care of, but I need 
the reg break community to know that I am the guy. I'm going to be here for the long haul. Um, I, you know, I need them to understand that everything that I'm doing is that we're doing as a team is for the betterment of the ride long term. Uh, 23 years at Shields, I was the guy that was going to retire with Shields. Zero chance I'm leaving, and this was the only opportunity that I would I, I left for. I'm not looking for a job next year. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that right now. Like I'm not looking for a job in two years. Everything I do today and we do today as a team sets us up for success year two and year three and not, you know, that's year 50 and year 51, but I'm looking at it from the the long term. And I told, you know, one of the uh, big dogs at corporate that I'm going to retire as a director of RAGBRAI. That's that's my goal. I owe it to too many people to fail and and not make that happen. I have three girls. I can't fail for them. I have a wife. I can't fail. I have so many people that have reached out and said, you're going to be so great in this role. And it's been so overwhelming to, to read these things and like the support that I have, I have to do it for them. Well, and, and you have 20,000 people that show up every year to, yeah. with hopes that it's going to be the best week of their year. Oh yeah. It's huge. So yeah, there's a lot of moving parts. Uh, obviously year one, I'm a learner. I'm learning everything. Yeah. I, I mean, I have a good foundation. I have a good support system around me. I have a good team around me. But I'm learning so much every single day, and I can't wait to apply it one day. And you have uh, loads of experience as far as being a rider on RAGBRAI, um, being a vendor, or I'm sorry, sponsor. being a sponsor. Yeah. Um, I think I read somewhere that back in the day, you as a family, when you were a kid, you hosted riders yeah. in your home, so Up you saw Hawaii. that side of things. So um, I... I think we can all say how excited we are for 2022. And with that said, okay, so you are the only person that knows the route because we have not announced it yet. So I think now's the time that you should just tell us. We announce it. All right, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I did a a radio interview and he said, yeah, just just tell me the route. And I said, well, yeah, absolutely. So we're going to start on the west side of the state. We're going to end on the east side. And he was like, (laughs) oh, exclusive, hard hitting. (laughs) And that's what you're doing for us, right? Yeah, basically. I'm not telling you. Come on now. Oh, man. But without going into specifics, talk about... You're going to, we have some parts of the route nailed down already. Talk about crafting. Do you have any thoughts about how you'll go about crafting the rest of the route? Oh, yeah. You know, that's the, I think the coolest thing. You know, when I found out this was a real deal, I went out and I ordered a map of Iowa. And I, you know, I put plexiglass on it so I could draw on it and, you know, create routes. And I think one weekend I, I came up with five different routes mm. and they're all good. Like they're all like, oh, this is good. This could be really, really, really fun. Um, I think that's the coolest thing. Like, we know the overnight towns. We now have to connect the dots and get there. And next week, obviously, I go home t- today, basically, and I'll have time with my family. And then Monday, I'm back into my truck driving around and working with communities. My goal is to get to every community that I, I want to be a part of, and I want them to be a part of RAGBRAI. And it's, I know there's going to be some that don't want us there. I, I get that, but I want to learn why. Mm-hmm. And I want to figure out, okay, what what put that in your brain that you want to push us away. And you know what, if I, if I can change that and they go, you know what, based on you and the conversation we had, we're open to this. We won. Mm -hmm. But if they say, you know what, we've just had bad luck in the past. I can respect that. And I can, I can move on now. I can't get there until I've talked to them, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and be able to look back and go, I tried, I reached out knowing that it, you know, here's the, here's the problems that they had they can't get past it. So I can respect their decision, but 
I believe I can win him over. I believe I can just talk to him about what I love and what this ride's about and let them know that they're going to have support. They're going to have us helping them out. And, you know, at the end of the day, when you sign on and you commit, your family, whatever community that is, becomes part of our family. Because at the end of the day, we need you just like you need us. And yeah. we're going to work together. Yeah. I remember one year I was um, – riding Ragbri and we were in some very very small town and literally they had nothing going on so I was like getting a water or something from just like a a girl scout troop and the woman was there and I was like didn't mean anything by it but I just was casually like so how come you you guys didn't end up doing anything and it's something an answer that I didn't expect and she basically was like we don't have the manpower we don't you know, we share a church with three other communities. And so we ended up, we just don't have an, enough people. And I, now that you just said what you said, that's the kind of um, experience that you could have the same conversation with this woman and say, guess what? We're going to help you provide support or we're going to help you figure out how you can have support so that they could make it successful. Yeah. Because it wasn't a matter of sh- they didn't want us in the town. It's that they just couldn't figure out how to do it with, you know, three retirees that for that's sure. all they had. So, you know, I could well, tell it's, that it's they, scary. Yeah. That's scary for them. Like there's an opportunity that's in front of you. Right. You see the impact and what it could do for a community, but it's scary to go, okay, can we actually do this? Right. You know, Vinton, Iowa was, you know, it's been a pass through. We can, they can nail a pass through Like their, their pass throughs are fantastic. Well, the question is, well, could you be an overnight? Yeah. I think now because of the pass through success, they could be an overnight, mm-hmm. but they need to get comfortable. They need to know that they have the support. They need to know that, you know, they have the tools to be successful. And, you know, a lot of that is just through communication, right. talking through it, you know, answering questions that, that they may have because, you know, everybody that we've t- I've talked to this week either, you know, have left RAGBRAI for other things. They're all back in. Oh, nice. They, they all want to yeah. be a part of something and, and do it. And there's nothing that, you know, I've heard grumblings about things all oh, day one. You're going to have to tackle this. My biggest worry was leaving a, a company of 23 years. It wasn't It wasn't about the things that I've heard about that I need to tackle. It was about leaving the, my family behind at Shields. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, the conversation we ha- we've had this week, they've all been positive. And they've all like, all right, we're all in. Let's do this. And it just it gets momentum. And then we start rolling, you know, faster. So that was probably probably an announcement that Vinton's going to be on the route. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> As an overnight? Yeah. Oh, Ooh. You heard it here first, that's, Abel. And that's coming from years of me being with Ragbri, and that that, that was a question I got to ask. <laughs> so that was my my opinion. I'm sorry, listeners. We are just not getting not that going out of to, them, are we? Going. I know. Dang it. You yeah. Know, we had to try. So um, I think, you know, from a perspective, because both of you obviously work for Ragbri, and my perspective as somebody who rides my bike across Iowa every year doing Ragbri is it's hard to imagine how much work goes into the event because you know all I do is get my bike to the west side of the state ride across make sure that there's food and a shower and a place to put my tent you know what how hard could it be but now that I know you know especially working uh, with Andrea on this podcast and just doing pre-ride I personally see how much work you guys put into this but do you want to and I know you're only four days in yeah so I can't you can't speak to what you're going to do in the future every day, but give the listeners just a highlight of, you know, and Andrea jump in too, but what all goes into planning this event? Well, I'll say this in a four day work period, I'm well over 50 hours. 
Like it just, cause there's just so much to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, there's, we were in the office late last night that we have meetings a- after that, you know, for, with dinners. And so, yeah, it, you know, the, the funny thing is my wife, you know, she got asked a bunch when everything, you know, got dropped. This is really a full-time job. Like he, is, <laughs> he's still working for Shields, right? And she's like, no, like he's, this is full-time. Yeah, it's this only is, this one is a week of deal. the year. I mean, come Cause, on. Cause they don't do it. And you know, uh, Ann made a comment earlier. It's one event, but it's 86 events in one event. So like there's 86 different things and there's probably more than that going on that you're in charge of. Oh my of. gosh. So it's yeah. not, I mean, think about every town. Every town's an event. Yeah. Yep. So every town you pass through, you're throwing an event or a party in, in that town. So it's not just one ride. It's a ride to a town and then there's another ride to a town and the, the rides start to add up. So it's not just, oh, we'll just show up and just wing it. It's right. There's so many moving parts. You know, we just had a meeting with the state patrol and we need them. They're, they're one of our biggest partners and, you know, part of our family now. Like they're, they're helping cyclists get across the state. Well, there has to be conversations there. Mm-hmm. We got to make sure that they know what they do. They have a, a team that watches roads and, you know, shuts things down so you can get past intersections. And they have a team that pushes the ride along, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's a team I, I got to work with. Mm-hmm. Um Communities, every community in Iowa plays a role in this. I got to find out one, where I want it to go and where we want it to go as a team. And then I got to go and make sure that we can make that happen. You know, you're working with counties to make sure that the, the perfect route on paper is a perfect route on paper. Yeah. And then you find out that where we, we're going to go, we can't now because there's a road closed mm-hmm. because it's under construction. And it's like, oh, crap, now what do we do? Well, you have to have those answers early on. You know, we announced the route on the 28th, and it's just the overnight towns. Now we connect it, and obviously, Regbri, Iowa, wants it right now. Like, as soon as you know, let us know. Well, it's not an overnight thing. It's going to take me out on, on, on my truck driving over to the state of Iowa and, and finding it where it needs to go. The best part is I'm taking my bike. Ooh. So I'm riding the route and, and, and on the roads. And it's not just a truck driving on the road. It's, it's a bike. And it's, I'm just making notes of you know the problems that need to be fixed. And then it's submitting those problems to the state and, the, and to the county so that it, it gets fixed. Because at the end of the day, Ragbury also fixes the state of Iowa. Mm-hmm. I mean, the roads get repaired and stuff gets better because of the ride going through. That's work. Um, you know, it's the care ambulance and all the different... Every, I mean, the vendors, and I mean, there's just so much, and I did feel overwhelmed this week. I really did. Like, it's like, holy crap, there's there's so much that I need to do and I want to do, but I need to be a learner of this first, so I just can't do that yet. And, you know, the 40 hours a week, I guarantee you it's going to be more than 40 hours a week. The best part is, though, I'm working out of my house, so I can, yeah. I can work out of my office in Vinton. So when the girls are gone or they're in bed, I can be in my office working, so... When they're home, I can be a dad and learn how to braid and learn how to braid hair. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I have to do that. I mean, it's it's a science. It really is. It's it's, it's insane. But I'm going to be around more, and that's yeah, the thing I'm most excited right. about. Like I told, we were having dinner one night, and Lady made a comment. We were talking about schedules. Yeah, Dad won't be home. And I looked at her and I said, "What did you just say?" And it was an event that I think she was a part of. She made a comment that I wasn't going to be there. And it was true. I can work. I worked retail. I get it. That's what I signed up for. But an event that she loved, I wasn't going to be there to be a part of it. Mm. They're going to know now that I'm going to be around. Yeah. They I may would, not want me around as much as I am now, but <laughs> they're going to know I'm going to be around. I was just thinking about that the other day that you're going to get to be home for our holidays now. Oh yeah. Instead of having to work Black Friday and Thanksgiving and all that, now yeah. you get to be home with your family. My last Christmas season, my last inventory. Um, you know, I had a lot of lasts. You know, this last couple months and. 
Will I miss it? Gosh, no, I'm not missing inventory. I'm not missing <laughs> the holiday season. I will miss the people. I will miss the business. Um, but I, I just gained so much more of my life back. And, you know, I was talking to someone last night about the coin term, you know, when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. I truly believe this is what that is right now. Oh, like, wow. it's, it's my, it's my passion. It's, I love cycling. I've always said it, even as the bike manager, I want to get more butts on seats. I'm going to have 10,000 plus butts on seats. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yeah. this is, this is great. Yeah, be careful what you ask for. Yeah, right? no doubt. It's going to get <laughs> delivered to me, but yeah, this truly is everybody that I've talked to said, man, this is, this is your, this is your passion job. You got, this, this is going to be great. Right. Right. And I think, you know, the last question is, so what's the route? <laughs> You're not that good. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I tried. I want to ask one last question, too, and it is, what's the route? No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> tell me, can you think of your favorite Ragbri story, just off Ooh, the top oh of your head? It doesn't have to be your number one, just a cool one that comes to mind. Oh, yeah. Like, there, there are so many stories that, um, like... I think about them and I get emotional because it's mm-hmm. like it's it's around you guys. I mean, you you you're, you're part of those a lot of those stories. Um, there's a story that I'll tell um, from this year, and it's it truly what me, this ride means for me is it's family. And we were on route with Shields giving away stuff, and day one um, we had a little girl who wore a biker chick jersey, and she ro- was riding rag bike for the first time with her dad, and. She came over to the tent and we gave her some, you know, some free swag and she was just so sweet, but we learned about her. She came, her and her dad every day and they found us. Oh, wow. And we just instantly caught up where we, where we left off and we, you know, we, we talked about the route with her and, you know, it takes me, took me back to when I was 10 years old, you know, walking out of my house in Owine to this, you know, this sea of tents and no one kicked me out. No one treated me like a little 10-year-old kid. They, they opened up their tents. They showed me their bikes. You know, all these things that I got to experience, you know, this little girl is now, now ex- experienced it, the, 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 you know, the, the craziness of Ragbri. But she's with her dad, mm-hmm. and that, that's cool. You know, I've always wanted to take my girls on Ragbri and, and ride it with them. That makes things tough now, right, yeah. for me to, to do this. But... They get to ex- they'll get to experience it. They'll get to be with me on stage and with you know in the towns and see that side of things. We may not get to ride it together, but they're going to be a part of the overall experience. And um, you know, Anne was trying to recruit Eddie because she's fourteen for the the route party. And Eddie's busy, but they're going to be a part of this team and a part of the future. And um, you know, I think of you know like Joni and uh, with Greeny, like they're gonna they're gonna see they're gonna grow up around this, and mm-hmm. that's that's something that I'm super excited about. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks for telling the people about yourself a little bit more. And we just can't wait to work with you more in the future and get to make some more stories. Absolutely. Yeah. And definitely um, everyone knows what Ragbri is, but go to ragbri.com to find out more information. There's an article that uh, FIP is part of from the Des Moines Register, I believe. Yep. And then also if you, you know, after listening to this, you're like, why haven't I registered for this event? You can register. And if you want to meet Matt Fippen, come to the route announcement party on January 28th. Yeah. Right? Yes, for sure. We'll all three be there, so can't wait. Okay. Thank you so much, Matt. Thank you. Well, listeners, that is it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com, or you can also follow us on social media at Just Go Bike on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a fan. And if you have any extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews. All right, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Until then, just just go bike. bike!